This isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. In coffee and go big then go home racing uh right now this is our 2019 schedule year and we're going to start off with some uh new people that um, you may not know about and uh right now uh, brad is uh i believe at work or a little bit ill but uh he'll be back on and you may do an episode sooner or later with uh a couple other guys uh so right now just wanted to uh let you know about um we just got done with the giveaway. Zach uh, fell, just won, so that was pretty cool. And uh, we're going to do some big things uh, in the coming future. We're still trying to get the T-shirt going on, guys, so bear with us. Uh, not a lot of guys uh, came about and said, hey, we'd like to get some T-shirts down. And you know, no one no one really uh, came put and wanted to put some money down some T-shirts to help us out. But it's all good, guys, no problem. And we'll just get that under wraps uh, i still have decals and we may get more stuff going on but outside of that guys uh, well, like i said we got some new personnel here and we're going to do a pretty cool interview here um just well let's say rising star <laughs> uh is doing his basically his first first quarter uh listen to that espn in the background um <laughs> uh so he started out uh in the summer of uh last year um his name is brad ship Shippard, Shippard, um, and uh, he's the owner and driver. Shippard, that's correct. Yep. Uh, of Against the Grain Monster Truck. Uh, how are you doing today, Brad? Oh, we're doing great today, Cheech. You know, I'm just uh, here at home in northern Illinois. It's cold outside, but uh, uh, everything's going good, and I'm just glad to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you for coming. So let's get, uh, you know, let's do the timeline like the beginning of every. Uh, question how did you get started i know some people know you as a mega truck driver and owner uh is that how you got started to progress the monster trucks was monster trucks a thing you wanted to do you know the monster truck thing it, it just kind of came about naturally i guess i i don't know you know i always was a fan of monster trucks growing up you know I grew up, I'm 35 now, so when I was a kid, you know, that Bigfoot was the star and was my idol growing up, but, you know, I farm here in northern Illinois, so monster trucks seemed like a pipe dream, and it never was really a reality, you know, for a career choice or anything like that, so, you know, my background's in agriculture, I, I farm a thousand acres up here, but, uh, um, yeah, so really, I've always been involved in mud racing and motorsports, and uh, things kind of amped up here. Um, see what year with it been? That been 2015 is when I uh, started getting into the mega truck thing, and uh, you know we had a couple things going on. I had a chassis that I was working on, or a couple different chassis that I was working on, and uh, things weren't quite materializing uh, the way I wanted them to. You know, it was going to get the truck that I was building was going to end up being this hundred thousand dollar, you know, thousand horse monstrosity. 
you know, and uh, quickly quickly realized that wasn't the route I wanted to go. So I purchased a truck from Virginia, and uh, you know we ran that for the next summer. You know we really had nothing but problems with it. So um, really, my first experience with monster tr- trucks was we did a show for um, an organization called Trucks for Kids out of Indiana. And I actually came to the show with my mega truck and uh, did the show. And I met um, like Roger and Kathy Galger were there. And at the time, you know, they were still trying to sell Quadzilla. And I was kind of showed some interest in it, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to make the jump into monster trucks or not. So, um, you know, at the time I did my freestyle, we kind of ripped up the truck a little bit, you know, we broke a front opinion out or something i can't remember but uh so the bug was kind of in my ear then you know i really liked the way the monster truck industry was focused for the children rather than you know the, the mega truck is is kind of a, a party scene really and and you know we've been there and done that but that's not who i am anymore you know so um so that following summer we were rebuilding the mega truck and kind of looking around considering the idea of switching to a monster truck. And that's when I've met, uh, Paul Monroe and Denver Eckner camp with the venom truck. And, uh, you know, they kept bugging me about how, you know, Hey, you should, uh, you know, come have some real fun with us monster trucks and, you know, get out of the, all kind of the disaster that mega truck shows can be sometimes. And, uh, you know, come have some real fun and, you know, it's better suited for you anyway. It's safer and, you know, it's not a party scene. It's, it's for the children and, and all this. And I said, well, you know what, you know, you guys find me a truck and, uh, I'll think about it, (laughs) you know? So, um, me being kind of a born again Christian, I just said, well, you know, I don't know what direction I want to go with this or you know what i should do so let's just pray about it and see what happens and so uh you know over the course of the next couple of months uh they put me in contact with doug nolke who owns the tailgater truck and owns the big dog truck and uh you know he was wanting to sell the big dog truck and just get down to one one truck operation so um one thing led to another pretty soon in november two. 2017 we were i drove a rental car down to um missouri down there and uh drove the hauler and monster truck home so the the idea of your monster truck let's just say is the same thing as um uh your mega truck right against the grain uh with your farming and your uh, uh being a, a christian uh, you mix the two together to become a uh, a very good looking and positive monster truck. Where uh, <clears throat> I may say that if you're in a pit party or in a building, that thing's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, you know it, it's amazing how it turned out. You know, and, and I give all the credit in the world to Vinyl Images uh, out of Missouri. They they are um, a sponsor of the MTRA. And, uh, I contacted them through Doug, you know, they did all of Doug's artwork and, and, uh, they just nailed it on the first shot. It was amazing. You 
know, so I give them the credit for how that truck looks. But yeah, uh, the name against the green did come from the mega truck. Um, you know, in the in the in the mega truck world, it seemed like everybody was um, oh, they had a name kind of you know sinister or just not quite a positive message. And I'm like, that's not not who I am or who I want to be or portray or anything. Uh, being a Christian man, so you know, I want to do something a little bit different than anybody else, and that's where the name "Against the Grain" came up. And at first, it was supposed to be a farming thing, but very quickly, um, I realized that um, it was going to be a, a Christian-themed truck, and I'm, I'm glad I made that choice. So, with that truck, uh, you came out in the summer of 2018. Um, actually, I think between the spring or summer of 2018, and you did a couple events. Uh, one, uh, you already, you already, uh, took that, uh, rust off or not even rookie rust, I'll just say. And, uh, you had a learning experience, uh, uh, one show, uh, basically destroyed the whole truck. Um, and, and, uh, tell us about that and what changes did you learn from that wreck that applied to the 2019 against the grain truck? Well, yeah, like you said, we did a couple of shows, um, I think starting in June last year, you know, just small shows, get my feet wet, you know, learn the truck and get some seat time. And uh, we ended up in Rensselaer, Indiana for a show. It was kind of a last minute uh, deal that kind of filled the gap in between a couple of different weekends and I thought well you know let's just go over there and and get a little bit more seat time because we had um, a whole bunch of shows lined up for the rest of the summer so you know we get over there and I was having you know some steering issues with the truck Um, just wasn't quite I couldn't quite figure it out but it wasn't returning to center in the correct way so we monkeyed with it a little bit before the show and I thought well okay it, it feels was good enough and and so we started out do wheelies and second hit we blew a beat off the tire okay so we were in a mad scramble for the to get air back in this tire and you know my turn for freestyle came up and uh so we had i don't know maybe five pounds of air in the tire and thought okay well let's just uh drop it down off the jack and see if that tire holds and i was kind of lined up with a kicker jump out there and i thought well i'm just going to go out there and hit that and uh you know when i land the tire will probably blow out and that'll be the end of the run you know but uh you know the lesson i learned from that was that a little bit of throttle goes a long way (laughs) (laughs) and when things aren't right either you you just don't approach an obstacle like that basically so you know we basically uh we did a lot of damage to the truck we bent all eight shock shafts um, tore up the four link, um, little, well, the four link was fine, but we ripped off a couple four link tabs off the chassis and off the rear axle and then the sway bar end links and just kind of destroyed the truck pretty good. So, um, it was enough that I couldn't, I knew I couldn't be able to repair the truck in time for my next shows. So I had to cancel a whole bunch of shows and it kind of ruined the whole year, but, uh, yeah, it was definitely a hard very hard lesson to learn so you straighten up basically straightened up the truck 
Uh, looks like you put some beadlocks on the truck, too. Uh, all, uh, the truck looks really, really good looking for 2019. Which, is, speaking of which, you're doing a lot of stuff with the Monster Nationals. Uh, looks like you're a full-time truck in that. Uh, how was that experience going? It seemed like, uh, I think your first show was in, uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and you did pretty well. You know, uh, let's talk yep. about that. Yeah, so, you know, after the accident happened and after, you know, I got through farming season and stuff like that, we were able to finish the truck. We, uh, put some new tabs on it and, uh, strengthened up the, uh, upper four-link mounts a little bit more and and uh adam gates with adam's off-road performance uh, hooked me up with his two-piece wheels so uh those were those wheels are tremendous wheels you know so we we kind of got reset for this year and got hooked up with monster nationals and so far first quarter has been really good to us you know we went up to madison and uh the first show up there basically was just kind of me getting back in the seat you know for the first time in six months so there was a little bit of rust that needed to get broke off and, and a little bit of learning curve involved. But, you know, I quickly, um, got the hang of it again, you know, and, and we ended up winning, uh, racing up there on Sunday. So I was pretty proud of that fact. And then, um, here just, uh, this last weekend, we were, were down in Decoin, Illinois, down at the Decoin state fairgrounds for monster nationals. And we, we had a, you know, your few broken parts here and there, but we were able to, persevere and we had overall we had a great weekend down there seemed like you had some good help with the he uh headmans those uh shout out to Corey and mike those are some good people uh always following around yeah you know i couldn't go ahead I, I couldn't do this without my crew you know brandon myers uh, uh cody and mike and uh cody's fiance jessica were tremendous help this last weekend and and i give mad props out to them you know we're all learning all new things things and uh those guys are just eager to learn and they're hard workers and i give them all the credit in the world so and also we're gonna, it's off topic but it's kind of mixing with the show last week uh everyone on social media knows about the situation in the monster truck world uh the situation with scott bryant and uh roger galger uh accident that happened in their shop about maybe a few weeks ago uh, I, I posted mm -hmm. uh, 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 the American Scout posted up. We did an auction. The Hall Brothers, Bigfoot, um, all tried to do help awareness and help uh, spread uh, to help Scott and his family out. Uh, Brad here did a Facebook video. If you ever go to uh, Against the Grain Monster Truck on Facebook, like them, uh, and you could be able to see the video. But uh, with that, uh, Brad, I'm gonna let. Hand you the mic here, but explain what you did for your gesture to help Scott's family and him out uh, with the scenario that they got themselves, uh, not got themselves, but the unfortunate scenario that happened. Yeah, you know, uh, Scott and, and Roger were, were both kind of two pivotal people that helped me uh, early on in my career. He, you know, um, just give me some advice on how to do things and do things right. You know, I first met them at the uh, mtra meeting and uh at the hall of fame uh here last year and uh you know kind of struck it off with them but what what i wanted to do uh for for them is i, I saw everybody doing the like a gofundme page and doing these different auctions and, and whatnot so 
you know, I saw the money being raised and I thought that's terrific, but, um, you know, following the, uh, the Christian theme that I have with the truck and being a Christian myself, we believe in the power of prayer. So, um, you know, I had two flags made up, you know, one for Scott, one for Roger. Uh, we ended up dating the, the flags, you know, for Duke, the decoying show for monster nationals. We had, um, you know, during the pit parties, all the kids that would come up with their own flags to have us sign. We, I asked them, Hey, you know, can you sign our flag? And they seemed real receptive to it. You know, they, Oh, really? You know? And, you know, I told them I would put the flag on the truck and fly it tonight. So I thought, you know, the kids took real well to it. And then we were able to explain to the parents, you know, the situation behind it and how Scott and Roger were injured in a, in a uh, shop accident that, for all we know was just a freak accident. So um, we were encouraging people to pray for Scott and Roger and keep them in their thoughts and, uh, and wishes. So we had all the kids, all the crew, um, everyone that we could find sign the flags and they turned out terrific. These things are just covered from top to bottom with signatures. And uh, I just sent them off yesterday to get to uh, Scott and Roger. So they should be receiving those here pretty soon so um it was an idea that you know the power of prayer can can heal anything you know um and it might be something that we continue in the future for various people who have had a unfortunate life situation happen to them yeah totally uh you know power of prayer goes a long way um yeah i mean i'm i'm a, I'm a very very uh strong believer in my faith i'm a man i'm a nazarene um and uh, mm -hmm. i uh let people know clearly about that um and I, I just take let him control everything i do is for him you know um i, <laughs> I you know I, I can be the first one to say i'm a sinner um i'm not perfect um, oh it, it, we're, we're all sinners you know but yeah. uh you know like for me, it was the uh, giving glory to God and everything you do. Right, because uh, you know, so he gives he gives us chances. He gives us the power of choosing, but uh, it's our job to choose whether or not is our decision. Um, and then he sees to it. <laughs> and uh, but yep, uh, going with uh, the season going on. Um, uh, Outside of the monster trucks, you talked about farming. Um, many people not know that sometimes a lot of independent teams, there has to be a certain, uh, uh, let's say, production or product that base the financial of doing the trucks itself. And um, a lot of people, there's some people out in the monster truck world that uses monster truck racing as their form, but there's other teams that don't. Like, uh, example, Jerry and Aaron, they... Over there in Lafayette, they run a construction company, and uh, I know a couple other people do other things. Um, but for you, uh, farming, um, uh, how how was last year, and uh, what type of crops or what do you grow in your uh, industry? Sure, yeah, you know, I, uh, I yeah, I farm about 1,200 acres of corn and soybeans, uh, and I'm located in northern Illinois. And, uh, you know, it, I've been fortunate enough that we've had good markets and good weather and everything that, 
um, I'm in a position to be able to go out and do monster trucks, um, you know, and, and own the truck and not have the truck own me type of thing. Um, not to downplay anybody that does it for a living. You know, I give them all the props in the world. I mean, it's terrific, you know, and it's a great business to be in, but for me, this is what I have to do to get by. Um, but yeah, you know, we farmed 1200 acres of corn soybeans this last year was kind of rough. It was probably one of the roughest summers I've ever had last year. Um, on, I guess, a professional basis farming. We, right after we wrecked the truck, we had um, some grain spoil in one of our grain bins that we store our grain in and uh, just had a nightmare of a time uh, recovering from that. And that was kind of one of the main reasons I was, I sat out last summer was um, had to take care of things on the, on the home side of things. But, uh, you know, we try not to let stuff like that happen. And, and really it complements the farm complements, um, um, monster truck seasons very well you know when i'm slow at home in the summertime i could be out monster trucking and um you know summer and winter i could be out monster trucking and then spring and fall of course i have to tend to matters here at home but uh, so far it, it's complemented each other very well yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> learning about that i mean i'm i believe i'm not that far away from you from uh Loda, Illinois. Uh, you're you're what northwest or you're central, north central near Rockford. I'm more north north central. I'm just south of Rockford by an hour. You know, from the Hall Brothers shop, you can save about two and a half hours. Okay, all right. So you're not that far away. I remember I had to make a trip about two and a half hours to see uh, Ryan, uh, uh, the incinerator truck, Ryan Rice. Uh, so yep. him and grab some stuff from him. Um, and, uh, and so, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good community. We always say around Illinois, Missouri and Indiana, we have a lot of monster trucks. I think we can do our own stadium event with just the monster trucks out of those three States. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> think about it. It's pretty crazy that way. Uh, since uh, one thing I really want to talk about is uh, you are a member of the MTRA. Uh, you went to the MTRA meeting mm-hmm. and you went to the hall of fame. Um, for, for a lot of, uh, up and coming monster truck people or monster trucks in general, um, I notice a lot of people try to shy away from the MTRA. Uh, with that, uh, what got you pursuing in that association, which is a very good association, may I say, um, because, you know, the way they are and safety and stuff like that's very, very important. It's just, uh, uh. I think a lot of people want to put a bad name, I guess, on them. Uh, that's another subject. But uh, just explain about the MTRA for you and what got you interested in that group. So the, the main um, person that was involved that helped me get in the business was Paul Monroe. Um, you know, he he's he follows mega trucks. You know, he keeps his eye on what's happening there and. Uh, and, you know, when he knew I was going to be interested in, in Doug Nolke's old truck, that's when um, he kind of pushed, well, you need to come out to our meeting and you need to come out and, and see our safety presentation. It's going to blow your mind. And, okay, that's not a problem at all. So I trucked on out there last year and, um, you know, 
the, the safety presentation that Marty shows will open anybody's eyes. If you're in motorsports at any level, mud racing, asphalt, whatever you're doing for motorsports, this safety meeting will open your eyes because the monster truck community has learned the hard way through their own um, unfortunate things that have happened to them. So, um, so that, that for me, safety is, is everything, you know, I don't need something to happen and it takes away my livelihood or my lifestyle or anything like that. So um, protecting yourself from the dangers that are out there and protecting your business is, is very important. So um, being a member of the MTRA is one of those processes that need to happen. So um, I think this as a business in general, it's always beneficial for you to be a member of something that's bigger than what you are. You know, the MTRA can act as, as a spokesperson between you and the media as something were to happen. You know, they have some clout in the industry that um, if something were to happen, um, they've got your back. You know, they are the leading professional source, I guess, of information uh, in the monster truck world. So being a member of the MTRA, I feel, is, is key um, to the business. And, and personally, the, the members of MTRA have been great help, you know, for me to get started and making sure I have the right insurance and all the safety guidelines followed and, and business-wise, how to structure the business uh, where it could be successful, too. And, uh, I mean, also, I mean, not to mention my boss is the president of the organization, not, not showing any favoritism. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, me personally, I would say it's exactly what you said. Uh, for me personally, if I see an MTRA sticker on a truck, I know that truck is to the point of all the updated needs, the wheel tether systems, um, you know, the driver's safety, fire extinguishers, drive shaft, shaft, excuse me, uh, the blankets, um, you know, the, the, the right type of transmission, the, the right type of transmission case uh motor plates uh motor uh blower straps um to me their organization that for me would see that this show is going to be good uh we can't control the promoters like we have always said before but we can control our destiny and our vehicles so you know the confidence is very very good you know i mean if if you're confident in your truck not breaking or doing bad things and that upgrades you as a driver to step up and be like i can do this to this truck and the truck's gonna be like come on bring him more come on come on to a point where you're like i can't do it anymore right the truck's gonna be like okay load it up to the trailer you know kind of like you know right and being an mtra certified driver also gives you the, the mindset that needs you know when you're driving before or you hit any obstacle, you are aware of the consequences of your actions, more or less. And you're going to drive smarter. You're going to keep your truck in place and not breaking and, and not going out there and and just sending it and then hope nothing happens, you know. Like, so, um, Like you said that they, if, as a driver, MTRA backs you up. You have the right, like you said, to see something you're not comfortable with and you'll be like, I'm not going to do that. And then they're going to be like this and that, make a big ordeal. And then you talk to uh, you know, Marty or Paul saying, here's a picture of they want me to hit 
I wasn't comfortable about it because of the scenario. They're going to back you up 100% no matter what. And yep. they want safety. They want you know fans to have a good product, but have the safety in mind that, you know, Dan Runte told me this. If you think you're in control of this monster truck, get out. Because the way he yep. was talking about <laughs> is like the truck will sometimes control you, and then you're you're along for the ride. Um, but if you think you are confident or you know you're not worried, um, I always think that something's bad happening. Always, always the good drivers and the good trucks. I always say, always see. I always see them with a worried face, or they're like, well, let's just let's do this, have a good show, and have the fans like us, and hope for the uh, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I always said that when I was working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yep. The, the best drivers I feel care about their equipment and and care about uh, you know the right things. Right. You know, not having the ego going out there about themselves and. Uh, you learn to drive a lot smarter that way. And uh, I, I'm, I'm for the last four shows. There was uh, like in NASCAR, they say a prayer beforehand, and I think that's very, very good that some promoters need to do. Um, now, you know, uh, even, <laughs> even some promoters need to have their trucks, uh, uh, have their drivers stand on the tire and salute and honor the great American flag that we have in this country. Um, uh, me better and, believe it. Yeah, me and my little soapbox. I, uh, I have my things, and I won't say that online. Cause that's my political view. <laughs> I just feel, I feel like you know, we're missing God in our country, and uh, and uh, that that was the part of our country, and that's what we believed in, and that's how we started believing in our independence. But I don't know, something happened. Uh, yep. between, you know, 1945 and now there's something happened between there that turned everything around. Um, <clears throat> I have another podcast called history lesson one oh one. If you go there, you can listen to it. No, I don't have another one like that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right though. Um, you know, I, I'm not out there, you know, throwing Bibles at people in, and absolutely preaching gospel, you know, I don't have that skill set, you know, the skill set and the gift that I am able to provide is, is I'm giving, uh, this poster board, you could say the truck, a, a Christian message and a Christian theme to not only to give glory back to God, but also it, it's a positive influence for children that yes, you can be outspoken about your Christian faith in a public setting. And that's, okay you know we don't have to cover our mouths about the thing that should be most important to us and that's our faith so let's let's do that um i'm interested in talking about you know the message of the truck maybe a lot of people this is a very good outreach and a very good platform let's okay so has anyone talked to you about the truck has anyone um you know uh came back to you later after they saw your truck and, you know, you planted, let's just say my pastor always said, you only can do is give them the seed, the plant, the seed, and it's their turn to water and nutrients about the Lord for them to grow, to become, if they want to be a believer, um, you know, the, the ABCs of, 
Christianity <laughs> and uh, well, being a Christian, yeah, in my church. But um, with the message that you have with the monster trucks, has anyone? You know, I don't know if it's too soon yet. I know in faith, patience is a virtue. Uh, has anyone came up to you or have messaged you saying, you know, uh, I've turned my, you know, love to the Lord Jesus and uh, and uh, thanks to you being that, you know, you know, mess. I guess we could say you're a messenger and uh, change someone's life. Yeah, you know, um we've had i've had a couple of stories i guess i could share uh with it you know um the first one at my first event i had a a non-believer come up to me after the show and he said you know um i'm not really one that to believe in god and all that kind of stuff but he said i have a on my driver's side of the truck i have romans verse uh chapter 8 verse 31 quoted on the truck that says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So he read that passage and, and they kind of quote his words. He said, you know, I thought that was pretty gangster and, you know, that's pretty cool. So, you know, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but um, it was neat to see that somebody who was an unbeliever, they, they took some time and they thought about it, you know, and that's, that's terrific. Um, you know, I've had a couple people, they ask me, you know, well, what's the story about your tailgate? You know, on the tailgate, uh, I have a cross with, with ribbons and with a cancer ribbon and, and angel wings on there to pay homage to my late wife, um, who died of pancreatic cancer in 2014. You know, and the verse there is wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and let in Christ will shine on you. Um, you know, I've had couple people, you know, maybe one at each event, let's say, uh, come up and they'll offer their story of their cancer story because cancer is more or less affected probably every single one of us in one way or form, whether it's an immediate family member, friend, or acquaintance, somebody's been affected by cancer that you know. So we've had that feedback. Um, You know, and we've also just, I've had children come up and say, well, you know, I go to Catholic school and um, I just want to talk about the theme of your truck. And so, okay, you know, so I'll kind of um, explain, you know, how I'm just being, you know, a poster board for the Lord and that how you can express your faith to your friends and in public and, and uh, it, that's okay. That's what we should do. You know, so um, granted, we'll probably have some negative effects from, from being outspoken. You know, the Bible does say you will be persecuted for your faith. You know, I'm sure there's probably some, let's just say, avenues that I'll probably never be able to perform in or appear at or whatever because of my Christian theme and Christian message. And that's OK. That's not where the Lord's taken me. So the Lord will take me where he wants wants me at and with the promoters that he wants me to work with. So just need to follow the Lord's lead on this and uh, go from there. Right. Right. You know, the, um, I love the message and, and it will help people out. Like uh, for instance, back in 07 and 08, um, 
people may not know in our industry, but I think a lot of people will, about Tim Tebow, uh, Florida University quarterback, which later on played in the NFL, now in the Major League Baseball. He put messages on his, uh, I guess, the, the eye patch, what they do for the, the clear their eyes for reflecting sunlight or, you know, stadium lights from their eyes so they could see better. Um, I think he did uh, yep. his, uh 3.14, and then he also did John 3.16. During that week, or during that um, time, it became the number one, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> search thing on Google. And I think over a million people yep. learned about the, you know, verse of, you know, you know John 3.16, for so loved the Lord, he gave his only son. Um and I thought that was awesome. And and if you can, you know, uh, I think I believe in for you, a monster truck win is pretty cool. But I think if you can change someone's lives live with the message of your truck, I think that's also pretty cool, too. And uh, I think that would be a win. Also. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that would be the ultimate win and is to convert somebody um, into into our faith, you know, but, uh, you know, th- that, that's what we're, we're out here, you know, all, all it needs, all you need to do is just plant the seed, go out there and, and be a sower of seeds, you know, just like I'm farming. I, I plant seeds everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what will grow, what, it, you know, what will grow, I guess, is what the Lord is willing to let grow. So, um, you know, we're just putting it out there and, uh, um, having fun doing it in the, the areas that we're doing it, you know, last summer we, we did the fairs and festivals type of, um, circuit and really enjoyed that. And I'm super thankful to be involved with monster nationals, uh, for Madison and DuCoin to have a bigger stage to present myself to. And, and it's just been a great experience. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, is there, um, any way for people to, uh, contact you through social media? Yes, um, the way I would suggest would be the best way is go to my Against the Grain Monster Truck. That's all together there, Against the Grain Monster Truck uh, Facebook page. Uh, we're going to be working on getting some more social media uh, uh, avenues opened up here as I have time. You can always send me a message, put a post on my wall, um, friend request me, whatever you want to do. You know, I'm on Facebook often. I'm a believer in Social media is a great way of uh, spreading your name and also spreading the word for, for the good. So that's the best way to reach me. Awesome. All right. Uh, I want to say thank you. And it was a pretty awesome interview. Uh, hopefully uh, you could see him and uh, at a show. Uh, don't be afraid of uh, if you have, you know, if you're a believer also, don't be afraid. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, tell him or, you know, hey, you know. I do my thing too, <laughs> you know, and um, also, uh, you know, enjoy the show and stuff like that. Uh, are you having a busy schedule this summer? Or are you on the works of that? Yeah, yeah, my, my summer, we're in the works of it right now. Um, the show dates are kind of starting to trickle in right now. And uh, um, I also have a family here at home too. We're, we're having another uh, baby boy in middle of june so 
Um, we'll probably be taking the whole month of June off. Um, but then after that, we've been kind of, there's been some shows starting to filter through. Um, I'm pretty much done at this point for first quarter, uh, unless something pops up last minute. But, uh, you know, this summer we're planning on, you know, being out there uh, quite a bit. And uh, we're just letting it kind of fall through when it falls through here, you know. So uh, looking forward to this year. It's going to be good things coming out of out of here. That's awesome. All right, Brad, want to say thank you for everything you have done. Uh, right now, I'm just going to let this uh, let you people know about um, High Octane Coffee. You know, Joseph Vester created it over in Borman, Ohio. Tons of flavors. Go buy a shop, take a look at it, uh, and try his Bad Habit Coffee. But uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> 